I could really use some intro music right now. Oh wait, we record. Hey, 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 hey. Uh welcome to the Taxi in Podcast. If you have li- ever listened to one before like the past 3 episodes, it's been a while and I really appreciate you tuning back in. A little bit about the upcoming episode. It's one that I had really been looking forward to make and thankfully I got the opportunity to be a part of Google Summer of Code last year and I met these amazing people there. and since then uh, we've been in contact on and off of course and since this year's was coming up i just hit them up so what you're going to listen to now is bit about our experiences so us being yash rajpal uh, rohan likhwani and myself so all three of us did google summer of code uh, with rocket chat last year and both of them have also been active with rocket chat and otherwise in like other projects other companies since So we're going to talk about all about that and their experience last year what they did right what they would have wanted to change and what they took away from all of it. So we so we're going to talk about all of that and how it affected their lives moving forward. So without any further ado let me welcome them and here we go with the episode. Hello hello hello. So now we have our two guests for this episode. Now first we have Yash uh and then we have Rohan so both of them were gsoc participants with rocket chat last year and uh, like that's like so and uh, i i would i would want them to introduce themselves as well so that they can more they can talk more about what they're doing these days and uh, we'll just go through their gsoc journeys as well after this so uh, let's start with rohan oh uh, thanks anand um, so i graduated last year from triple it pune and currently i'm working as a software engineer full time at gojek and part time i'm trying to explore web3 as well as i'm still on with rocket chat uh, so i'm mentoring a few students currently and hoping to be a mentor for gsoc 22 as well ah that's quite interesting like being going from a student contributor to a mentor is obviously very respected and very uh, impactful as well uh, and and we, we you, you talked a bit over there about like exploring web3 as well so we, let's just talk about the, that in a moment but yash how about you hi anand i'm good uh, hey guys uh, i'm in my fourth year of my college and i uh, did my gsoc google summer of code a project last year with rocket chat organization and i i'm currently i'm currently working as a full time front end engineer with rocket chat and in my side hobbies and side hustles i'm working a little bit on the web3 and exploring the web3 side a little bit so yeah uh so again web3 <laughs> takes another project and yeah that it's quite interesting it's it's going on a lot these days uh, like if if you can both just unmute the yourselves and like let's just talk about that for a bit like what what kind of projects are you guys looking into i'm just looking into like what are small, like the basics of blockchain how blockchain works how uh Ethereum works, the smart contracts, like whole ecosystem, how whole ecosystem works. So the front end basically is like pretty much similar to what we do currently in Web two point two with React, mm-hmm. and the whole ecosystem for the front end is pretty much the same with a few changes. But the back end, not the back end, but the blockchain is the main part with changes between Web two point two and Web three point two. Yeah, so basically using something like the MetaMask wallet, uh, integrating uh, some of yes. that, I guess. Yes. like the backend whole ecosystem has been shifted and so just learning about new stuff what's going on 
Yeah, uh, actually, like some of my friends actually did something with, uh, I think, GunDB. It's not exactly blockchain, but it's a distributed database. So there's a lot of distributed stuff going on right now. Rohan, like, what are you working on in the context of blockchain? So exploring anything in particular? Uh, currently, I've been exploring NFTs, uh, mostly. And I'm kind of learning and building side by side. So there are some good tutorials available for anyone interested. Uh, there's a thing called Build Space. So they have some cool projects up. So just exploring and learning side by side. Oh, that's really interesting. And like a very small shout out to like, so like my guest from the third episode, actually. Gautam Padia. So he's actually building uh, something called Crypto Capable. So it's like, it's a, it's a community for blockchain developers and uh, people interested in crypto generally. Uh, yeah, I, I just like that just popped into my mind since we're talking about Web3. So maybe give that a look. Uh, there are, I think, around 500 members on there as well. So it's, it's, it probably should be very interesting. So, okay, so like we can, we can talk about blockchain and Web3 all day. There's so much to talk about, but let's get to the topic now. So with, like, since we are done with the introductions, let's start with Rocket Chat now. So who, who wants to go with this? So Yash, you, you're a current engineer with Rocket Chat. So would you want to go ahead with what Rocket Chat basically is? Okay, uh, thanks, Anand. So, Rocket Chat is basically, uh, in simple words, Rocket Chat is a best open source alternative available out there for Slack or for team collaborative softwares. Rocket Chat enables businesses, small and big businesses, to communicate with uh, within each like within teams or with each other. Uh, like, it makes this process simple for them. Uh, without and it replaces the. E- use of email for them. So that's what basically Rocket Chat is with some enhanced features like uh, Omnichannel and Apps Engine and many other stuff. Yeah, Rohan over here did actually work on uh, an app for Rocket Chat during his GSOC as well. Rohan, anything about that, those? Uh, yeah, I definitely think about that. Um, so to add on to what you said, Rocket Chat, I believe, is like a complete ecosystem. Uh, you have apps, you have a complete marketplace. Uh, then you have Omni Channel. Then currently we're building something for the community as well. So I believe it's like an all-encompassed uh, thing. Like basically, uh, it is it is one thing that teams can have for their businesses, as well as open. It is open to the community as well. So there's a free solution to that as well. And there are all kinds of like all sizes of companies that are actually using Rocket Chat today. So it's it's definitely used in the industry as well. It's not just like. Uh, an open source project that just like gets people rallied like for the purpose of open source. So there's Rocket Chat and like it's of course a Slack alternative. And we, we also use Rocket Chat for uh, our uh, communication as well in terms of this podcast uh, collaboration as well. Just talking about what Rocket Chat is, we've talked about uh, what it's supposed to be. But let's talk about how did you guys get your start now? Uh, like what what was your background? What did you go through? Like what things did you know before you started your GSOC journey? And what, like, how did you plan how to like prepare or how to apply for GSOC? Uh, let's hit it first one, Rohan. Oh uh, yeah. So last year, if I recap it back, uh, I had ended my Gojek internship. I ended it in November, and I knew that. Uh, so last year, GSOC was only allowed for students, and this year, fortunately, they've made it available for everyone. So last year, I knew that it was my last shot at GSOC, so I had to do that. Uh, so it was my last semester of college. I had just ended my Gojek internship and I had received a PPO. So the next six months for me were basically free. So I just wanted to invest that time. 
uh, as well as do something which I wouldn't be able to do post college. So I started with GSOC. Um, I explored a few orgs and I had set a criteria. The criteria basically was to select an org which is big enough. It is regularly selected. So for those who are listening, uh, Rocket Chat is, has been selected every year, I think since 2015. And they have multiple projects around 10 to 12. That was also one of my criteria. Uh, and something related to web dev because in Gojek, I was uh, working mostly front-end React, Ruby on Rails, that kind of stuff. Uh, so my background, speaking about my background, my background was mostly research plus dev. Uh, I was mostly working in research in deep learning computer vision. I had a paper and then it was followed up by a dev internship at Gojek. So that's what my background was before starting with GSOC. And like, and like, what are the particular things like, so when you were like planning or looking into, uh, basically the program and how it goes. And since like rocket chat is a bit more transparent in that as well, like it has a leaderboard, like what were the things that you thought would have been crucial in your like GSOC, uh, journey and like the acceptance of a proposal, like what were some things that you had on your checklist? Say? Uh, so for first, uh, for starters, I had, uh, a criteria set for selecting an organization. So three, three or four of those criteria, if I remember correctly, were uh, it should be a bigger org, it should get selected to GSOC every year, it should have more than five projects awarded. Uh, then it, there was another criteria that uh, it should be you know active. So there are some repositories who only participate in GSOC. And if you see the rest of the year, there is no activity on that repository. So Rocket Chat wasn't like that. There was active, I, would, I was receiving continuous support from the team members. So that is again another criteria which I saw and uh, to the listeners, Rocket uh, GSOC is something that begins well before the three months uh, of the program. So that was again like uh, interactivity with the community. That was that is again where Rocket Chat shines out. Uh, so these were all of the criteria which led me to choose for GSOC. And of course, then there is uh, framing a proposal, getting in touch with mentors, getting in touch with the community. Uh, so of course, yeah, those parts are there as well. That's great. Like, of course that Matt, like all of those, uh, checkpoints matter a lot. And like rocket chat does shine over there. Uh, yeah, like what, what attracted you to rocket chat? And like, if I may ask, like, if you were like focusing on GSOC and like rocket chat is of course, one of the most attractive organizations for GSOC, given the stack as well, like really wanting to get in, you had more, the, I think the most number of contributions last year. So like, were there like. Was that uh, like very pre-planned? Like I think you started uh, contributing in November. So what was your thought process of then? Uh, yeah. So when I was in my college of uh, in my second year, I planned to do GSOC. I explored a couple of organizations, but I couldn't like really contribute to some of the organizations. And I thought that I was really early uh, in my software development career, and I didn't knew much of software development. And I still had a long way to go, a long way to learn. A lot of things to learn before I can actually contribute to some of the organizations. So I took one year. I learned like uh, Mern stack development, little bit of React, not little bit of Mern stack development, and most like I did gained some expertise in React Native development, uh, mobile app development using React Native. I also did some freelancing projects with React Native, developed some React Native cross-platform mobile apps for some of the clients, and then I started looking for organizations who had react native in their tech stack so then i stumbled upon few of the organizations and uh, at last i had narrowed it down to two of the organizations one was rocket chat other was zulip 
I chose Rocket Chat because they were using like complete money chat and Zulip was using Django and Python as their backend. So that was like choosing criteria from me for me. Another criteria for me was uh, as Rohan already mentioned that the organization should be active. There are some organizations out there that are active only during GSOC period and then they go inactive till the next year GSOC comes again. So yeah, that was one of the uh, criteria. Another criteria was that the organization should be a regular participant of GSOC. And in case of Rocket Chat, I think they are all they have been participating in Google's more code and have been uh, Google have been selecting them for like past four, maybe five years. So Rocket Chat check all my checklists. And like any particular like preparation stuff or any like uh say like checkpoints you set for your own stuff like where you would feel like so content about your participation or like your effort uh while going through the preparation for the program like before the three months like any goals that you set for yourself uh not really the only goal for me was to like uh contribute more and more learn more and more the most like the most important thing for me over there was just to learn more stuff and every day i contributed something to rocket chat i learned something from my own contributions i learned some things from the reviews which i got on my pull request so yeah that was the main thing which i was looking for oh uh, yeah right that's definitely like I, my, my favorite part actually was like actually contributing and like it took about like I guess at most two days, uh, three days, uh, for people to get back to you with with something like uh, with some uh, review of your PR, and like actually like that that process helps you learn a lot. Uh, my own uh, personal like if if I talk if I talk about my own journey like even I like you you actually like thought about applying in second year. I actually did apply in second year and I got rejected. Uh, so at third year like applying in third year was my second. Uh, try at it, second shot at it. And that's when I got like accepted as well, of course. And like, just talking about my own reasons as well, like, of course, like Rohan and Yash have got most of them covered. But like, I like another reason that I would say is like, I, I was also looking for something which is actually like used in regular life. So I'm, I'm mostly uh, attracted to B2C uh, applications. And while Rocket Chat is inherently B2B, like organizations uh, implemented for other people, uh, but uh, like, it be actually actually users actually employees of the company actually get to experience the ui and the application that you're working on so that was definitely a huge part of me a, a huge like attractive part to me as well uh so yeah so that's about rocket chat and what uh, like our, like a gsoc journey at rocket chat like starting look like looks like uh and now like we can talk about like how you went through the months before rocket chat uh, so we talked about that in a little bit. So let's 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 break it down into those separate uh, months now. So I I think the leaderboard starts in November. So that's when they start tracking the contributions for the next year. Uh, and like Yash over here had the largest number of contributions. So how did you like we know we we all know that Rocket Chat has a like, long number of projects and there are so many different things going on over there. So how did you like learn uh, one after the other? So you had reactive experience. So how did you like say learn about Meteor? Uh, so would you suggest, would you have any particular way you suggest people to go about that process? Because that is one of the most asked questions about Rocket Chat, like how to actually learn Rocket Chat with so many things going on. Over to you, Yash. Uh, yes, uh, you're correct. I also faced this issue of Meteor when I started contributing uh, 
like maybe 1.5 years back to rocket chat uh, i was like really lost in the code base like what was going on because they were using meteor which is not a really known framework and uh, not a, not a lot of people use meteor not a lot of people know meteor so that was the issue i also faced and in starting uh, like a couple of weeks it was really difficult to understand the code what was going on and especially to contribute so i took my time i saw the pull request of the community like what they were community uh, not the community but the technical like the core members of rocket chat what they were doing i started to grasp grasp their changes what they were doing how they were doing and why they were doing and like over time i got the hang of it just to add that meteor has a good documentation so the uh, the documentation of meteor also helped in this regard all oh, right they definitely have good documentation and like even test projects on there uh, rohan how did you go about this process i'm sure like it, some of it might have been new to you as well uh yeah definitely it was new to me uh and i tried to take adv- advice from previous gsockers so one of the advice like yash mentioned that the pr review process is takes a bit like two or three days so a fast someone told me i think it was yeah it was ritwesh who told me that uh, a faster way to go about is to raise prs on milestones and raise prs during the release cycles on features which have just been which will just be pushed to production so that way your pr gets reviewed within a day or two so that's faster and once i had so my strategy was once i had uh, like a few contributions i had i think around 5 prs in uh post that i reached out i saw a message in the gsoc channel that they were in need for some contributors to some project so i reached out and from there on i started contributing to the gsoc leaderboard so once done i started contributing to a project called rc for github uh post that i started contributing to rc for community so it kind of just chained on so the approach i felt was right was not taking the path which others were taking uh, contributing to the main rocket.chat repo but instead uh, trying and exploring other projects so that way i got more number of prs in and i got to build relationship with uh, mentors early on oh yeah the relationships with mentors only early on is like definitely very very important like if i like if i like segue into kind of like one thing i think was very very specific to my journey was like uh, my project was actually not so so every gsoc organization has kind of like this list of ideas that they are considering for the current gsoc cycle so i took a huge risk by applying with a proposal that did not uh, focus on an idea from that list instead like i i had talked to my mentor particularly separately if that idea was something that they wanted to implement and like uh, like because of that networking and because of that uh, communication with the mentors and like people working in the organization uh, i actually get to i actually got to work on an idea which wasn't in the official idea list and uh, there there are specific advantages and disadvantages like particularly being having the risk of them actually not wanting it as much as the other ideas uh, but yeah so networking is definitely like I, I networking and like good communication is definitely very very important in my uh, view as well what are your favorite projects from rocket chat so like of uh, yash is a current engineer from for rocket chat as well so he might be a little biased but we'll get to it uh, but like how about rohan rohan you for your uh, gsoc project was developing an application so like you had kind of a wide uh, selection of things to look at and 
experience. So what, what is your like favorite thing, like favorite project in this uh, mix? Uh, my favorite project would be something which I worked on. Uh, it's called RC for GitHub. Uh, although Rocket Chat hasn't released it out publicly, but it's still obviously available as an open source repository. So in a sense, uh, it's basically a gitter for Rocket Chat. You can integrate it with your GitHub and it's basically a chat channel per repository of GitHub. So that is one of my most favorite projects. Uh, another project would of course be the one I worked on, which is the Poll app. So the Poll, we extended the Poll app into a Poll Plus app and we just released it last month. Uh, so of course that is again one of my favorite projects and it's been getting downloads steadily. Uh, so that's that's one good feeling to see your GSOC project getting converted into a real product. Yeah, it's it's def- it definitely is. And I remember your presentation as well. Like it was like we, we, were, we were looking at the existing poll app and then you were showing features that you guys added and it was really interesting. And of course it's, 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 it, it feels huge when these projects like take on and become like real, uh, like world, like applications or real uh, implementations, because like, I, I think this is a specific feature from our year as well. Like not a lot of projects in the GSOC years before used to actually get merged, but like we, I think we had a large number of projects that looked like real world applications. And like most of those projects actually got merged now. Yeah, definitely. Um, so there is like, uh, there, so if I remember correctly, a lot of uh, projects were built as separate branches. Uh, so some of those branches were merged into the main repo, while others are still as branches. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of a toss. But uh, given the huge size of the repository, I think it is definitely difficult for the core contributors to integrate changes. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. It's huge. But again, like I, our GSOC had like a, like a milestone number of contributions actually getting merged, which was huge. And like, uh, and now to Yash, like Yash, what's your favorite project? Like, what's your favorite thing about Rocket Chat that is going on in their repositories right now? Uh, to be honest, I don't really have uh, one favorite project. I have multiple favorite mm-hmm. projects. If I have to choose one, like if I have yeah. to choose one, I'll choose the React Native one. Because uh, when I first started contributing, like I was already aware how React Native worked, basics of React Native. And I had developed a few applications, mobile applications, which were uh, published on Google Play Store and Apple App Store. But when I came to Rocket Chat and I started contributing to the React Native app, my like uh, whole idea of developing React Native apps was changed uh, for s- some reasons, like how their React Native app has implemented the DDP streamers for streaming the messages, how they store the messages, and their testing approach was also like the detox detox test cases was the first time I was hearing about it, and I was really amazed how the end-to-end tests were uh, being done in that uh, mobile app in the in the mobile app. So yeah, that's the like favorite uh, project for yeah. me. And I got, got to know. Thanks for the shout out yeah. to the mobile repo uh, and the detox projects in specific. Yeah. And you definitely, yeah, and you definitely improved that detox testing for Android app, uh, Android counterpart to a great extent. So yeah, your project was a really good addition to uh, that. Thanks for that. I, I remember uh, it was app. the two of us that were vying for that project, like uh, before GSOC. Uh, but it, it appeared to be a... Uh, too big uh, to be done outside of GSOC separately as an open source contribution. Uh, but yeah, uh, like with that, 
react native application as well and particularly you were talking about the things they were doing in certain way and like the db streaming like watermelon db i even i was like uh, it was the first time i was uh, looking at watermelon db as well like which is an open source project uh, a reactive database implementation on top of sqlite for react native and that was amazing like that's definitely a project i would suggest any person who is learning react native would look into uh, what about you, Rohan? Like anything that comes out to mind again? Uh, yeah. Uh, so the React Native repo which Rocket Chat has is, I think, one of the largest uh, React Native open source repos out there. So uh, just want to say a huge kudos to you guys. Uh, it's like really big, and it even I had tried initially to get into it, but I found it like complex. So uh, huge kudos to you guys. Uh, thanks, and like. Def and I, I would actually commend like at, for most of all like Diego Melo. Uh, he was like he was my mentor as well, and he's the lead for the React Native repo, and he was very supportive, and he's such a great guy. And uh, I yeah look forward to working as an open source contributor to that repo as well now. Uh, okay, so we've we've talked about a lot of things. About yeah, sorry, uh, Ash. Before. Before moving ahead, uh, you haven't told us what your favorite project was. Uh, right. Uh, so I would have to go with the app as well. So the app, like just like how complex it is and like how certain things are done and, and like how, how, how great, how good engineering and how good planning has went in there. Like it's just very impressive to look at and very, I mean, and it's, it's amazing to learn from. Like as somebody who was lo looking into React and particularly React Native uh, early on, and like uh, I, I, I still am kind of working on some stuff on that app. So it's there's always more to learn from that code base and like how they go about stuff. And now they now that they've also migrated everything to TypeScript, it's 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 a, it's a masterpiece of an app in my eyes as well. So that's definitely my favorite as well. Yes, uh, I agree with you that it is one of the largest open source React Native app, especially in this uh, domain of end-to-end -end, uh, messaging and instant messaging. So uh, another one more addition I wanted to do in this area is the Apps Engine repository or the uh, how Rocket Chat has implemented the complete Apps Engine and how the Rocket Chat apps play into the whole Rocket Chat ecosystem. So when I first started to see like uh, how apps worked, like Rocket Chat apps worked how the apps engines was integrated into the main rocket chat. I was literally amazed because uh, when you see, uh, when, you, when you look into it, uh, each and every app on an instance is running inside its own node VM, that is node virtual machine. And if any error happens, it then it should not crash the entire rocket chat server. And if anything goes wrong, it should not affect the main rocket chat server. So that was one thing I was amazed and like a lot of uh, research and a lot of Hard work has been gone into that uh, apps engine thing, from which I believe. So that is also a good project, and one of my favorite projects. Oh, I actually wasn't aware of this, uh, Rohan. Anything that comes to mind for you? Oh uh, yeah, I think totally. Uh, I as Yash pointed out, like it is totally isolated from the main Rocket Chat server, which is really cool. And uh, while they also have useful documentation around building apps, in fact, uh, since my project was Polap, uh, I was experimenting. So there were two or three ideas. There were actually two proposals I submitted uh, during GSOC. One was uh, the RC4 community, which I had been working on for around three or four months. 
and the other was the poll app so i wanted to get some hands on with the poll app and uh, actually set out to build my own app uh, it's it's on the marketplace as well it's called meme buddy so it just uh, it's just a fun app it just uh, posts some meme into your into your channel from reddit uh, so while building that i got really interested in fact uh, i put more efforts into uh, the poll app proposal compared to rc4 community which i had been working on for 4 months uh so the, of course yeah that's the power of app engine it's written in typescript and they have wonderful documentation available for it as well uh yeah and like yash always mentioning like i think yash might have used meme buddy as well uh yeah the app engine like it i actually it wasn't aware that it runs in a virtual machine which is very impressive uh yeah and like i am definitely looking forward to experimenting with it as well yash Uh, yes uh yeah okay so if uh, we can move on uh, to the next topic so uh yeah since we've talked about favorite projects and repos uh let's talk about like let's go back to our journeys uh what uh, do you wish you knew uh, apart from like the things that you already did at the like say for yash and me i at the beginning of third year or like uh, some like before our gsoc journeys and uh for for rohan again like before gsoc so beginning of fourth year round uh uh and like what 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 do you wish you knew then that you knew now uh let's let's lead with that so let's go with rohan first oh uh, yeah definitely so one of the things which i think i wish i knew back then would be uh to know what the bigger picture is so i think the bigger picture of gsoc is to learn and make relationships and of course yeah co- coding and uh, competing is obviously uh, aspects to it but i think the bigger picture is you know what you gain after gsoc uh, which i think would be the relationships and uh, the contributions which you make so open source stays forever uh, if someone would go back and just type author uh rohan or anant or yash uh, our contributions would be there forever within the repo so that i think is the bigger picture which i wish i knew back then uh that's certainly insightful and very important uh yash what about you uh thanks rohan and i must say what a what a wonderful take on open source rohan and before starting my gsoc journey i wish i had known javascript a little bit better i knew javascript but uh, i was like not that much aware not that much good with javascript so over my over the over my gsoc journey and over when i was contributing i learned javascript on the go so that was something another th- another thing which rohan already mentioned was yeah uh, so yeah yes you can go ahead uh, yeah we were talking about uh, what you learned from gsoc and what you wanted you, you you wanted to have learned before yeah so as i was saying that i wanted to be a little bit more better about javascript and whole uh, web development uh, stack because i was really new to the web development uh, because because before this i was doing more of a cross platform mobile development with react native as i already told so this is the fact and uh, which i wish i had known better and another thing is the importance of communication the importance of networking the importance of uh, like communicating with people with your mentors with the community with your friends with your fellow members who are 
bring the soccer alongside you. So yeah, that's something which is really important. Uh, yeah, both of those points, most definitely. I remember we were like communicating a lot between ourselves uh, oh, in the run-up, like at the very end as well, and like openly in uh, the issues and the PRs as well. Uh, but yeah, and like it, one thing that I would say I uh, would w- would have wanted to actually have known beforehand. So this this would actually put into my second year instead of my third year, so my first attempt. Uh, I I I personally think like I didn't know the importance of focusing on a, like one thing, like because like GSOC is not just something that you have on your resume or that you uh, do for the sake of like doing GSOC and achieving GSOC, like whatever. Uh, like it's very good as uh, of course uh, and it's a, it's a great learning opportunity and it's more of a learning opportunity uh, but uh, it's it should definitely not just be one of your goals uh, i i would have wanted to uh, have known that uh, it i should be i should have been spending like most of my time if not all of my time uh, in actually learning while implementing and not just trying to get it get something done every day uh, while doing while learning and actually putting more effort into it was so much more rewarding in my third year and it was a much better feeling as well uh, so yeah that's something that i wish i knew uh, apart from that so uh, what would you do differently so uh, if if say like if if you knew what uh, you you would have wanted to know uh, of course uh, like all of us over here we did get accepted last year but like, what would you do differently uh, if, say, you were put into your shoes back then? Now, so let's go with Yash first. Uh, thanks, Anand. So if I were to start again for my GSOC journey and I had known what I will be facing in the future, then I will definitely start learning a little bit of Meteor, get the basics of Meteor right, get my JavaScript more strong, and uh, like get to know more of the web development tech stack. Uh, I came to Rocket Chat to contribute more to the React Native repository to the mobile app, but I wasn't able to because I didn't have my MacBook back then, so I was not able to uh, contribute to the iOS part of the app. So I had to leave, uh, not leave, but I did very less contributions to the React Native app, and I had to change my plans and move to the main repository for the web development tech stack. So yeah, this is something which I wish I had known earlier. Another thing is, uh, I mm, let me let me get back to it. Let me circle back to it. Maybe Rohan can go. Uh, sure, uh, Rohan. Uh, what do you think? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like you mentioned, uh, placing a greater importance to learning uh, more than just uh, you know raising a PR. That I think uh, is should be is what I would have done different. Uh, another aspect is, uh, which I learned mid GSOC, uh, was to document my learnings for others in the community because open source, I believe is for everyone. So documenting your learnings. So, because, uh, if you remember last year, we were in these shoes. So next year, someone else might be in those shoes. So to not have them face the same roadblocks as we did, uh, I think documenting in the form of blogs, articles, podcasts, such as these, uh, that serves as a wonderful purpose. So. I documented, I think, every two weeks of my GSOC on my Medium. Uh, so that is something I obviously started midway GSOC. I realized that I should be doing this. Uh, so that is definitely which I would have started earlier uh, if I could go back in time. Um, that's def- that's definitely like something that 
I have thought about it as well. Uh, and it's definitely like, it, it's so helpful when you find resources uh, that pertain to your particular situation as well. So for, for future three soccer, I really hope this podcast, this episode of uh, like appear, like appears very helpful and helps them in their journey as well. But again, like, yeah, and blogging is definitely a great way to go about it. Like, it's very beneficial to your own, to our own personal careers as well. And it, it helps whoever's reading it as well. So documenting your journey is definitely worth uh, every bit of effort it takes. Yash, do you have anything else on your mind? Uh, no, not really. But just I wanted to add to what Rohan said that, uh, yeah, the documentation part and helping the future generations is really important, especially when it comes to open source. And I have personally read uh, Rohan's Medium articles and I like they are really good. And if you are uh, looking to learn more about this stuff, you can go through them. They are really good. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely suggested. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, definitely go through that. And uh, the Rocket Chat also has a blog, a newsletter kind of blog. Although that's not more research focused, but it kind of gives you, brings you up to date of what hap- what's happening inside it as an org. Since Rocket Chat is obviously a, definitely a, an open source project, but side by side, it's also a business. So it helps to know what's happening from the business side of things as well. Uh, now that Rohan mentioned, I also remember one more thing from a past from a past journey before GSOC. So uh, Rocket Chat back then used to uh, release a bi-weekly engineering podcast on their YouTube channels. So I used to watch them to get like to understand what the different teams in Rocket Chat have been working on. Like the front-end team have been working on some rewrite of the React components. The back-end team has been working on solving some other challenges. The engineering team has been working on some other issues. And same for all the teams. So that was really helpful for me to understand where Rocket Chat is going, where they are focusing. And I used to contribute to like more to that part where their focus lies, like where their focus was. So newsletter again, as Rohan mentioned, can be a great way of knowing this information, like where your organization is headed towards and you can align your goals, your, uh, your ideas with them. That is really important. Yeah, actually like, uh, aligning with what matters and like creating value for the organization and like actually contributing to something that people are going to use at the end of the day and not just a feature that might seem uh, interesting in an engineering sort of way is very important. Uh, that's certainly a pitfall like a lot of us would have fallen into before. But like looking at it from a business side of view and like actually what helps people and what creates value is important. And if you guys might remember, like one of the best things that I love about Rocket Chat was the openness and like the friendliness in a sort of way. So everyone uh, that like got accepted to GSOC, I think all of us got a one-on-one session with uh, Gabriel as well, like the CEO. Uh, and we got to talk to him as well uh, for like 15 minutes or so. So that was very interesting uh, to talk to him as well and like learn about where Rocket Chat is going uh, and like how they're looking at stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I totally agree to that. Uh... Uh, my my talk with Gabriel Angel was pretty interesting. I got to discuss some business aspects apart from development as well. And this is one thing I totally love about Rocket Chat that uh, they hold they held uh, like a alumni session as well. So which totally gave insights. We got to see proposals of past GSOC students who got accepted. Uh, plus, it forged new relationships uh, with them. 
uh i think that is totally awesome at the end we also had a podcast kind of thing i think it was a showcase of our projects with slides as you would do in a normal and a usual company uh, which they also put it out on their youtube uh so i think yeah it's totally inclusive in that and i love rocket chat for that yeah i the community i it, it's there, there is no parallel for how much rocket chat actually uh, invests in its community outreach that's it's amazing and the people are amazing like especially just like singly uh replying to everything on the channel is it's it's so welcoming to see somebody from the organization such a huge personality take so much time to interact over there yeah i totally agree i would uh, i would never see singly offline during gsoc days <laughs> i totally agree on that uh, and he would take every effort to reply on every message and he would totally welcome everyone into uh, rocket chat in the in our gsoc channel uh he would post useful links to various articles getting started articles totally hats off to that uh yes me too i also agree with these points and rocket chat has an amazing community amazing community members uh, amazing community manager dude singly devdas they all, all are doing a wonderful job of managing the community replying to everyone's doubts supporting providing support on the support chat support channels and support forums So yeah, Rocket Chat has the, the best community out there, in my opinion. Even though I haven't been to other organizations as much as I have been to Rocket Chat, but I can say that it has one of the best community. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, circling back to things and like, uh, kind of like getting back to where we started. So, how have things been post GSOC? Like, how? What? What? What would you say uh, has been the effect of GSOC on your personal lives now? uh let's so Ro- rohan is the only one of us who has actually graduated yet so let's start with rohan uh what are you up to these days um, yeah so post gsoc it's totally a different kind of thing uh you feel like uh you're one of those pro developers uh you get that feeling but obviously in terms of learnings you are uh, just how much your project exposed you uh so totally and in terms of opportunities uh i did get reached out by a few good companies uh i got connections with a few people who were good at open source like uh, good with communities on twitter uh so definitely gsoc definitely gives you a boost uh my mentor who works in credit suisse also extended me an offer to come work with him in credit suisse singapore so i definitely think it is you should do it if you're in college or otherwise if you are passionate about development you should totally do gso uh definitely i like in the, in a sort of an opportunity's kind of way it's uh impressive how it's like you kind of expect it uh, somewhat but like it's impressive how much uh, emphasis there is in the indian community especially for gso like what has your experience been like yeah uh, yash uh my experience with uh, gso like post gso has been great uh apart from the opportunity side let's first talk discuss the development side and how it adds value to your software development experience uh, i learned a lot of things while i was contributing to rocket chat while i did my gsoc project uh, mainly like how uh, react works and how the how to uh, develop ui for web apps and how media works like a lot of things so those things added a lot of value to my software development experience another thing is before doing google summer of code or before contributing to rocket chat i knew really basic git i didn't knew uh, like too much about git but after uh, contributing to rocket chat i learned a lot about git github how to resolve conflicts and how the whole branching systems and how like everything works with git how the git functions so 
yeah that is one thing and apart from the opportunity side as uh, rohan has already uh, talked about this it uh, enhances your profile a lot also you get reached out by a lot of startups and a lot of good companies out there and your general your hiring uh, experience gets much better jsoc definitely uh, adds on to your resume like even i got reached out by companies like my last internship that i did while i was in uh, fourth year like right after jsoc actually was directly through linkedin and i was reached out to just because of jsoc uh, so that like kind of opportunity side of thing is like really true and startups definitely have a focus on it because it kind of like adds to your credibility of course and legitimizes you in your sort of dev dev work and it helps like people trust you more so like it's 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 helpful and it's kind of like practically useful like implementable as well that approach uh yeah anything to add yeah i i definitely agree to that and another thing is like uh whenever recruiters are going through your profile they see actual examples of how you coded how you interacted with the community so that kind of reflects how you will be in the team when when you get hired so they get kind of a hands on experience of uh, how you are and how your code is how well you are to receiving inputs from other contributors reviews so that definitely helps out uh, yes i agree with this uh, before rocket chat i had two other offers from two good startups of india and i think rocket chat my open source com- uh, contributions and google summer of code on my profile has a lot to do with getting those offers so yeah it helps yeah like I, even like i uh, so helping like it's some like an, another startup that i kind of like uh, interact with uh, like uh, helping them just go through their resumes like it it's definitely that pops out and like helps you prioritize that person because like kind of like you in in, in not like kind of a bias but like that kind of adds instant credibility that okay so he, they were working in an open source uh, kind of uh, setup and like everybody could view their work and they kind of worked on this project so it gives them some leg- uh, legitimacy at least and then you can go through the projects and like understand if that really applies in the process so it it's definitely helpful i would say uh but yeah uh, so we've talked a lot about gsoc and the impact and a lot about like our journeys but what about the people that are starting now what advice would you have for people that are applying this year so like the application process hasn't begun yet but uh, since we're in the run up what do you think people should be focusing on most uh so yash how about we start with you uh okay thanks anand so first of all i would like to say even though gsoc has a lot of credibility to your profile a lot of value to your resume but don't just do gsoc to complete gsoc to do gsoc don't just do gsoc to add it to your resume do gsoc to learn to learn more about open source to contribute more and more to open source and yeah get gain more experience so that's the most the most important thing from my side another thing is start early start as early as you can like filter out a lot of, like see a lot of organizations uh, filter out all the organizations and filter out the good ones with which you are compatible whose projects excites you whose ideas excites you and then like start contributing to those organizations and then you can figure your way out of there yourself after you start contributing to those organizations yeah so i think that's pretty much also yeah one more thing is that the communication and the networking part in while doing google summer of code is one of the most important parts and one of the most underrated parts you 
try to communicate with your fellow G-Sockers and with your uh, with your mentors as much as you can and that's the only way you will grow and you will learn more yeah i think rohan i would like to learn more uh, how do you feel about this uh yeah thanks yash um uh, so definitely like you mentioned uh communication is the most key factor in open source or gsoc uh but i'd like to supplement that that uh just communication is wouldn't get you there with communication you have to show proof of your work you have to show that you have got some prs up and running you have some code merged and this definitely helps when you frame your proposal out uh, proposal framing obviously it could be a topic in itself uh, but while framing your proposal it definitely helps show some credibility that you have worked uh, and while framing a proposal i mentioned all my prs uh, i think there were about 30 or 40 of them in total uh so i mentioned all my prs across all repositories of rocket chat uh so that kind of give cre- gave credibility to uh my mentor that he's a good guy to work with and of course an advice to people who are coming up would be don't forget the bigger picture uh of course you're here for the gsoc tag of course you're here to learn new things but the bigger picture is contribute to open source uh and make relationships and of course uh mention that in your proposal as well uh like what why you should be selected and why you think you would benefit the community as a whole uh definitely agreed with both uh like all the points uh, that you both brought up uh first like again like please uh maintain your focus on like the larger picture picture of open source and learning like that's the most you can get out of gsoc and like if you that i i think that if that's the approach you take that's like the optimized way to get the most out of gsoc yeah so that's that's it for our great chat today uh thanks yash and thanks rohan for joining me uh, and like this has been wonderful i really hope that it helps people out and look forward to uh, getting like back together in some uh, session with you guys again yeah definitely thanks anand for having us uh, within this wonderful podcast and hope to catch up soon uh, yes uh, thanks rohan thanks anand for having me and this was this has been a really great conversation and yeah uh, good luck to all the fellow future gsocers out there yeah thank you guys hey 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 uh, so <laughs> that has to be one of the better episodes i've done and that's not saying much with just three episodes in the past but still like and i and i def- and i assure you the quality is definitely only going up from here so that is definitely one of my favorite episodes that i have done but yeah you 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 can make your own minds about it go back and listen to the others as well if you want to uh but yeah So I'm really really grateful to Yash and Rohan for actually accepting my invite. Of course couldn't have done this without them and really looking forward to actually continuing this podcast now. So like you can expect episodes at least regularly now. So thank you for tuning in and thank you for staying this long. If you liked what you heard like please just follow the page on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever you get your news and wherever you find out about whatever is going on in the world so that you can hear about whenever the episodes come out from now on. And that's it. That's it for this episode. Really, really thankful that you could tune in and I'll see you in the next one, hopefully. <laughs>